0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am Matt Rashavi. It is a pleasure to be with you all. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to another week. And welcome back to another week of the show that critics are calling. I love it. Just kidding. I haven't heard it yet. All right. Thanks, dad. Um, But yeah, welcome back to the podcast. This is, you know, we're recording it. I'm recording it live you know live to live to tape as it is um or live to digital and uh recording it on Friday today morning so this will be some this will be some of the freshest podcast that you can get Friday uh is it September 10th September 10th so yeah so there you go with that and then we'll upload it later today so you get some fresh news for you um including some brand new information you know we're doing the checking in segment right now so the latest and greatest of that is, so I'm in Minnesota, and I am I was borrowing one of my parents' vehicles, uh, as I do, um, from time to time on the weeks that I'm back. So I've been driving around with uh, one of their vehicles. And uh, late last night was driving back home and was at an intersection and decided to make a left U-turn. Uh, realized, oh, you know, my place is actually back that way. So I went to do a left-handed u u-turn uh i didn't see any signs um but i think that's just probably uh illegal in general (laughs) um and so uh did the left-handed turn um and you know didn't see anyone around me so i thought that was fine turn and then uh immediately a car went right up on my back bumper and i was like oh yeah yep and i could see when we passed streetlights that that was definitely a, a police vehicle um But, uh, yeah, that was, um, I was like, okay, so it's going to happen at any moment. And then sure enough, they flashed the cherries on, pull me over. And, uh, a guy, young police officer, he must've looked like 21, 22, just early, early, early young, young gentleman. Um, and, uh, and I, I, you know, it was one of those weird things where he pulled me over and at the time, I was like, I just did it kind of so willy-nilly that he really did catch me off guard when he was like, do you have any idea why I pulled you over? <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, and then, um, you know, what added to it too was that uh, it's not a vehicle I drive normally. So he asked for my license and registration. And I had the license already waiting for him. I was a good citizen on that, but couldn't find the registration to save my life. And then found one that was out of date. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I need the other... I need the up-to-date one just wouldn't budge on that so I was like okay um I, I was like I could call my mom and see it was kind of late and he's like yeah could you <laughs> I was like, all right uh so I did and I put her on speakerphone and I uh, said uh hey hey mom you're on the on the speakerphone here with a police officer that pulled me over and she was like oh no and uh and the officer was like yeah ma'am uh your son decided to, uh, run a red light and doing a U-turn. And, uh, um, and she, you know, wasn't happy with that. Uh, but he also was kind of like, you know, because I called my mom and she was kind of, you know, chuckling over the whole situation. He was chuckling and it helped to be honest. And, uh, and, and then when he said that too, she was like, "Oh, Matthew," <laughs> and called me by my full, full first day, which you know is never a good sign. And then he kind of chuckled over that, and, uh, um, and because of that, he was like, you know, we got off the phone, and and he was like, you know, he felt bad for calling for me calling my mom, and then he was like, uh, I'll just give you a, a warning on this one. So, I guess my tip for this week is really, you know, if you can, call your mom uh, and put her on speakerphone if you get pulled over. Um, you know, it worked in this context. I don't know if you maybe lead with that. It might be kind of abrasive and weird if you just all of a sudden be like, Hey, can you hold on one minute officer? I'm going to put my mom on, uh, that might not work, but, uh, in this case it certainly did. And, uh, yeah, so thankful for my mom. From there, let's go into some comic books for the week. Uh, let's see here. I got a bunch, got a full stack uh, this week, as as per usual. So if you're new to the the podcast, I get new comic books every Wednesday. I've been collecting books since I was a little guy, um, but yeah, every Wednesday that's when the new books come out, and uh, this week is no exception. A lot of good stuff. We got bat. I'm a huge DC fan. So, of the two big camps, you know, I do like, you know, more of the random kind of horror comics and uh and you know, some of the independent labels for sure. Um but if I had to choose between the DC and Marvel, I've talked about this ad nauseum, but it would be DC. So there are quite a few DC books that came out this week, including Batman Catwoman number 7. Now, this is a really good series. Um, you know, definitely just kind of, you know, picking apart their relationship and is still pretty strong at issue number seven. So I recommend that uh, crush and Lobo from DC. If you know Lobo um, one of my all time favorite DC characters, just this um, this biker mutant um, just pretty awesome. And so this follows him and Lobo who's his daughter and that relationship. That's been pretty interesting to unfold um, and to see that as a, as a guy You know, who you see is mainly just this, you know, kind of not villain. He's a hero, anti-hero, but definitely stretches a little more on the villain side. But um, just see him dealing and interacting with his daughter is pretty great. Um, So check that out. That's number eight that comes out this week. Devil's Dominion, number five, is an interesting series that I'm actually kind of digging right now, too. Um, The kind of summary of that is uh, Devlin, St. Paul, which I love... I love that full name. in Devlin, you, do you get it? Do you, do you get it? Um, uh, she sold her soul to the devil to stop the horror being done to her by her brother. And then, however, Devlin um, turns away on the deal and now uses her demonic powers to hunt others who are demon-possessed and have lost control of their lives. So that pretty much says it right all there. Uh, says it better than I could say it. Um, but uh, pretty good. Pretty good, and that's... Um, that's a fantastic, fantastic little little series that you should check out, especially if you're into horror comics. Uh, let's see, Infinite Frontier is a good series that's going on. Number six just came out this week, and they continue battling uh, Dark Side. This is a bunch of uh, you know your your usual cabinet of heroes from your Superman to ho- you know all over the map, um, and one of my favorite DC heroes moving to another. Um, run as well, as Booster Gold. And so there's this new um, issue number two of Blue and Gold came out, and highly recommend that. Great series. Uh, Booster Gold is one of my I think favorite heroes. You don't see a lot of them. Um, and he's the older twin brother of Goldstar, was born in the 25th century, and after stealing technology to time travel, became a famous superhero. So usually is a glory seeking thrill seeker, but then developed into kind of a more responsible character, and uh, you know later after experiencing some tragedies, became a member of the Justice League. So there you go, and the Justice Society and the Super Buddies. I want to be part of the Super Buddies, um, but let's see what else do we got? Um, Sensational Wonder Woman number seven came out. That was really good. Suicide Squad number seven and Swamp Thing number seven are some some great ones to check out. Um, not in the superhero mix at all. Nice House on the Lake is a great horror. Comic where a bunch of strangers are put into this house on the lake, and uh, madness ensues. I want to. Usually, I'm all for spoilers, but I'm not going to ruin this one too much. So check that out. That's number four of twelve, and this has been your comic books for the week. So right to some advice. Uh, Let's see. We're going to start with a kind of a more intense advice one. I was searching online. I found this one from Dear Mrs. Webb. That's got a bunch of uh, advice letters. And one, we'll start with this one. That was basically this young gal wants to break up with her boyfriend, but she's afraid that he may hurt himself if she does. Now, that's an interesting question in and of itself, but it's also the response from the columnist that kind of got me uh, intrigued because she took the route of, well, he's just your boyfriend. You're dating. You don't owe him anything. You should feel free to break up with him. But I do want to say, I think you should be a little cautious on how you do it because I think that that's, I mean, being broken up with, listen, I've been there. Um, a lot, uh, too much. <laughs> no, uh, I just start crying. Uh, but it's it's one of those things where it is when it's dealt and handled with in a nice way. Like you know, it just it makes all the difference. Um, and she's saying that you know if if she's saying that she's afraid that he might hurt himself you know, really take that into consideration. And, you know, I don't know, it doesn't say like what kind of hurting himself, but at a certain point, you know, you might have to let his parents know or whatever, where it's like, you're actually looking out for him. And um, yeah, definitely one of those tread lightly things, but you know, you got, you got to look out for your priorities as far as like, if you, if you're feeling like you aren't, you know, you guys aren't growing together. Then it's better to separate. But also, you know, you can let people know that he's said some things. If it ends up going into that really, you know, dark realm, um, just so that people are aware of it. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely that is a tough one. Um, and from there, there's a young girl in junior high that uh, wrote, or junior high or high school, was talking about how. She shared a secret to a friend. It was this big secret that she's never told anybody. Uh, told her friend, and then the friend told everybody at school, or a couple people, and then it, you know how those things go. Then it just snowballed, and it became so many people knew. Well, so this person said that you know after her secret got shared, she realized that she has a secret of this other friend that she had told her. It was kind of like a quid pro quo, if you will. She wants to know, should she share the secret in the same fashion that her friend did? Kind of a revenge thing. Again, quid pro quo. But I I would say, you know, as, as much as you want to do that, you're feeling angry and that you kind of want to lash out, I suggest don't doing it. You know, be the bigger person. She did. Um, but you know, you know it and don't, you know, don't threaten her with like, oh, you know, I've got the secret all that just take the higher road and and you'll appreciate it better. Cause I feel like if you did, you'd feel good for a little bit having done it, uh, like revenge, you know, but, uh, but then I think you would look inwardly and feel guilty after like, why did I do that? Why did I, you know, let myself kind of succumb to that? I don't know. Just, just my opinion. Who am I? Just a humble podcaster. Um, let's see. Oh, this one, a coworker reached out to somebody, uh, an old coworker reached out to somebody and said, and told her that he, when he did work at the company, he used to steal a lot of stuff from the office (laughs) might be one of the reasons why he no longer works at said company, but he has all these things and wants to return them to her to return to the company. And she's wondering, should I do this? The fear being that she could be, in you know, get into trouble for having these items. And I kind of think that same way, too. Um, it's better to just not be associated with this person. Um, let him know that, listen, this is your bed. Now you have to lie in it. And if he wants to return the items himself, that's his prerogative. But, uh, yeah, I'd try to separate myself from that as far as you can. All right, now let's move on to some movie reviews. Um, let's see here. What should we start with? Okay. So coming out today is Kate on Netflix, which looks good. I haven't seen yet. Uh, I'm going to check that out probably later tonight, but what I did see last night when it, uh, dropped as you will, as the kids are saying is malignant, which is James Wan's new horror flick. And I gotta say, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's cool just seeing him back in that horror element which I love, um, you know, obviously from saw fame and all that. And he's done some great movies. Like what was the, uh, he did that Kevin Bacon movie. That was kind of the, um, homage to death wish. Uh, what is it? I had a t-shirt that said it too. uh, James Wan, Kevin Bacon is death sentence. Yes. Yeah. I should have known that. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah very similar to uh, Death Wish, but really really great, super good movie if you haven't seen that. But yeah, James Wan is good, and I think he excels in the horror field. And he even I'll throw in this news story too. He was saying um, that Aquaman two, which he's also going to be directing, is inspired by a horror flick, which is Vampires by Mario Bava. Um, or planet of the vampires. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, definitely check it out. But I'm interested to see how that inspiration kind of you know seeps into um, Aquaman 2. I loved the first Aquaman as well. You know, as I've been saying on this uh, podcast for a while, some people were kind of you know um, not into like even the choice of who was going to be Aquaman. But I see that as it's so perfect, I can't even see another person doing Aquaman now um let's see um what else did I watch oh other good crazy movie news though is that Expendables 4 has been announced um I'm a huge fan of the Expendables movies I feel like they're just so over the top and just great like that 80s action you know movie genre like Commando uh Predator these movies are are like just some of the staples of what I grew up with so that's why Expendables just has always been, you know, really great for me. Um, so, yeah, highly, highly recommend that. Uh, also, this is great news for horror fans, uh, depending on how you look at it. But David Blue Garcia's upcoming sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going to land at Netflix. So that should be interesting. Um It'll be both a a reboot, they say, of the franchise and then pick up where the original 74 classic left off uh, with both Leatherface and Sally uh, being allegedly alive. So that's great. So the original actress from that movie, um, Marilyn Burns, will will reprise her role. So that's pretty great. Um, I, for one, am looking forward to that. You know, a lot of people have, uh, you know, are like very, no, 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 that is you don't touch that movie you know what I mean or sometimes when it's the original people are very precious with it but I think this could be this could be uh, a good fit and and yeah I have high hopes for it. Uh, Sticking with the horror theme too I saw a movie that I hadn't heard of but uh, that's why I love Shudder too they'll pop up some you know random Movies and gems that, uh, if you haven't heard of and haven't checked out, you you should. Uh, one of them being uh, "Dark Waters," which is uh, really great. It's about a young English woman that uh, tries to find a mysterious connection on a remote island convent, or a connection to a remote island convent. And apparently, her dad had paid for this convent to live on this island. And the whole film is about her traveling there and finding out why. Um, and uh, along the way, it says she unlocks an unholy communion of torment, blasphemy, and graphic demonic depravity. So, listen, um, you can't go wrong. Now, let's move uh, from movie reviews. Let's just go to TV reviews. Uh, this week's episode of Reservation Dogs was really good. Really nice, strong bond between uh, dad and daughter, and daughter wanting to move to um, California and leave the family and the reservation uh, behind. Pretty emotional and powerful. And, you know, the show's very funny. Uh, if you haven't seen Reservation Dogs, we've been talking about it a lot the last few weeks, but it is such a good show and it sometimes it'll go into the fantasy realm a little bit and then it'll go into you know um, the strong emotional realm just out of nowhere and this is one of those ones where it just like it it just hits you and it's one of those perfect, perfect episodes. I'd say that this one for this week is probably my favorite episode of the bunch. Uh, American horror story. I haven't seen the one from this week, but last week, um, the last few weeks I've been loving every single episode. My favorite line from last week's episode was, uh, um, a guy, it was a couple and their daughter is maybe turning into some, uh, demonic, uh, demonic monster. And, uh, the husband says, ah, she's fine. And the wife says she was eating a dead rabbit, Harry. Um, yeah, it was just one of those, you know, it's a common domestic issue and discourse that we hear. I feel like, uh, let's see, I've been watching only murders in the building. This is Steve Martin and Martin short, really great show. Um, I love obviously both those actors, but it is, uh, it just keeps getting better and better. And, you know, you, you with three amigos, obviously in all of their individual movies, you are, you know, you, I can speak for myself. I was raised on those guys. And so just seeing them every week has been pretty good, um, and then also Selena Gomez is just, an, I think, a great actress and is just awesome in this role. So uh, definitely check that out. Only Murders in the Building, that's on Hulu. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows just started this week again. That's the third season and is off to a great start. Um, that's another one, too, where I'm like, okay, this is good. You know, you, There's a lot of stuff airing right now that are good fall TV, things to look forward to. So that's always just nice. So that very solid solid showing of those ones. Um, one that came up that, and, you know, I had been hearing about for a while and seeing trailers and, uh, you know, sneak peeks and what have you is American Rust with Jeff Daniels. And what I was kind of blown away by was that all the reviews that I was reading is that it was not, uh, not good. <laughs> Pardon the gotta drop in the name title whenever I can. Um, And yeah, just started seeing that countless review after countless review of just saying, yeah, you can skip this one. And I was like, ah, you know, kind of bummed out because I love Jeff Daniels and I thought the look looked pretty cool. And so I don't know if it was just that my hopes were lowered so much, but then I watched it this week and loved it. And I think American Rust could be a a great show and uh, is definitely off to a very strong start. Um, You know, they were saying that it's kind of formulaic, but I feel like the way they were doing it, like there's this, you know, you've always seen, and I think, uh, was this in the new Mighty Ducks too? I know it was in a couple movies in the last couple of years where someone will fall through a pond and then try to get out and they can't, the ice is, you know trapping them in um but the way they shot this one you know, it's clearly on a on a separate stage but it looks cool and it was just one of those things that like if you if you're all in then you're all in um but yeah i highly recommend that check that out that's american rust on showtime Gang, I hate to do this, but this is the final segment of the week. This podcast has already been going by so fast. I can't believe it. Um, but let's end with some entertainment. Entertainment? Yeah, that's the word. News. Uh, entertainment news. Entertainment um, news. So let's start with you know, there was some obviously some sad news the past couple of weeks. Um, uh, Ed Asner died at age 91. And it's one of those things when you hear it, you know, it's obviously very sad. He's uh, just a guy that's been around for so long. And, but that's something you should look at too, is that he was been there and been here for 91 years and that's years of entertainment and just being there, you know, comforting people. And so he lived a grateful life. So it's good to think about that. And I had seen him recently too, in uh, Cobra Kai. And I was like, God, this guy still has it. Like he's so good. Um, and so, you know, definitely check check out i think it was just in there for one episode but a great episode uh, nonetheless um also this past week um or last week rather christopher lloyd popped up as rick in rick and morty in an episode i didn't see the episode but i saw the stills and i've always kind of you know viewed him as that character and so seeing that was kind of it was just great and it was a perfect match so check that out if you haven't um Let's see, we can go from there. Oh, uh, new. I had a lot of musical phases growing up. Um, I had a Doors phase. I think I've talked about that where I was like huge into the Doors. So this is like fourth or fifth grade. Big into Frank Zappa, like in the sixth grade. Um, and Velvet Underground was kind of in there too, in that mix. Well, there's a new uh, documentary um, that Todd Haynes directed which is pretty cool. And that's going to hit theaters and Apple TV on October 15th. So there you go. Check uh, check that out. That's one that I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. You know, I read the punk book, Please Kill Me. And, you know, Lou Reed doesn't come off as the best guy in that book. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, if there's new insights on him and, and who he was. Cause I, I've always heard, you know, like every person it's not cut and dry one sided, you know, it's going to be, you know, you're going to have some people saying, Oh, it's a great person, greatest person ever. And then other people saying, you know, no, no worst person ever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see that either way. Um, so look for that coming out soon. Uh, the new today, this Friday today, all day, uh, but this morning I checked out the new Matrix trailer. And I've kind of been on that too, along talking with reboots and all that. Was like, huh, is this, what's this going to be like? Um, and it's great. The trailer's awesome. And it's got uh, Keanu Reeves looking like John Wick, which I imagine he had to do probably contractually, right? could because uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, it would make sense because he's, I think they're probably doing at least two more john wick movies if not a hundred more um and i would watch every single one but uh but it's like oh yeah they're probably not gonna let him just shave his head and and face for the new matrix movie if he's got a bunch of john wicks coming out but uh but yeah there you go with that and Also with Keanu Reeves, I want to recommend Berserker again, that comic book. That's so good. It's 12 issues, and I think they're on five or six right now, but super good series. Check that out. That's also going to be a Netflix movie and I think cartoon show. Cartoon show. Cartoon series. um, Animated series. Um, How many times can I say the same thing? Uh, But uh, there was this Keanu Reeves scam that came out. Apparently there are multiple people, and this makes sense. They would do this for any celebrity, I feel like. But people have been going out and pretending to be Keanu Reeves and trying to get money from people. Um, the LA Times recently interviewed a woman named Molly Hermitson whose aunt fell for the scam. And she still believes that. She's romantically involved with the John Wick star. Um, and you know, they used to talk every day, and the scammers sent the aunt a necklace. And she was like, yep, this is totally Keanu and was just sold. And then the fake Reeves dropped it on her, you know, needed $10,000. Um, which is, is interesting. And the article talks about how, you know, it's funny that somebody worth a reported $360 million uh, would need cash from her, but that didn't send off any alarm bells. And, uh, um, and so there you go. And this, the person said that she doesn't know if her aunt actually sent him the money, uh, which reads to me like she did then. <laughs> if she's not saying she didn't, then she probably did. And maybe multiple uh, amounts of $10,000. So yeah, look out. Look out for any fake counterreeves Reeves out there. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to say it, but that is the end of the podcast for the week. Thanks for checking out another edition of it. Um, Special thanks to the Unis and Nalo again for the music this week. Uh, We'll see you in one more week. And uh, until then, obviously, you can reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. But until then, we will see you in a week. I love you.